plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Whew. Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Lions, your daily podcast on the Detroit Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, it's time to plate this dish on a Tuesday, September 6th, and a Wednesday, September 7th. It is your Locked On Lions podcast for another day. We're in game week, folks. This is so exciting. Matt Derry with you. What's going on? For another edition of Locked On Lions, thanks for listening on audioboom.com and on iTunes here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Lions and Colts, it's game week. So excited here on a Tuesday. Talk some Lions football with you. I've got good news, Lions fans. I'm going to tell you why this game Sunday is very, very winnable. That coming up. We'll go to Indianapolis later on in the podcast to hear from our very own Matt Danley of Locked On Colts. Get his thoughts on what's going on with the opposition, Detroit and Indy on Sunday. All right, who's looked out there at the Vegas odds? Who's checked out what is going on in Las Vegas right now? Because the smart money says your Honolulu Blue and Silver Gladiators, they're going to be in a dogfight Sunday night. You figure Lions and Colts, Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton. Colts are always in the playoffs every year, right? Lions are starting on the road, 425, as Jim Caldwell goes back to Lucas Oil Stadium. Not many people think much of this Lions team, right? Well, the spread opened at 6, Colts by 6. Currently, the Colts are a a 3.5-point favorite. The line is dropping. The smart money's on the Lions. Ooh-wee. All right, now, before, before I get too crazy... I do think there are a couple of ways that the Lions can win this football game and win it soundly on Sunday. Yes, I said it. The Lions can win soundly on Sunday. Number one, the Colts secondary is banged up. Vontae Davis has a bad ankle, missed practice Monday, almost will certainly not play in Sunday's opener against the Lions. Vontae Davis is a Pro Bowl caliber cornerback. He's very good. He's clearly the Colts' best cover guy. And Vontae Davis likely out Sunday. Meantime, cornerback Patrick Robinson picked up in the offseason by the herd. Groin injury, not 100%. Nickelback Darius Butler, ankle injury, remains sidelined. The only healthy cornerbacks that the Colts have are 57-year-old Antonio Cromartie, who they signed two weeks ago, and as of as of earlier today, Nico Thornton, or excuse me, Nico Thorpe, a backup, was going to be elevated and play. Well, it turns out today, Nico Thorpe was released, and the team assigned cornerback Frankie Williams to the practice squad. So now we're talking Daryl Morris and Antonio Cromartie, and maybe one of the two, Darius Butler or Patrick Robinson. If there's one thing we know about the Lions, and we know about the Lions offensively is that they like to throw the football. How many times have we seen it, especially on the road? Running game going nowhere. Lions are stuffed. They can't get Abdullah going. They can't get Riddick going. 
uh, back in the day it was Joey Bell, whomever. And the Lions have to resort to the right arm of Matthew Stafford. Well, in this instance, with this receiving core, and with Anquan Bolden, who can find a seam, and with Golden Tate, all right, and with Marvin Jones, the Lions should be able to carve up this cold secondary, which is banged up. No Vontae Davis, that's huge. And again, we'll get an update coming up from Matt and Indy on Locked on Colts about that. But think about it. Even if the Colts were healthy, look at their defense from a year ago. All right? They were ranked 26th in total defense. Giving you some stats. 25th in scoring defense. Right? And 24th against the pass. And we're talking about Arthur Jones suspended. Their defensive end who usually gets to the quarterback. And Vontae Davis out, I think the Lions have got to take advantage. I think Vegas knows something, and they figure this is going to be a closer game than people think, and that the Lions can exploit the issues, the issues that the Colts have, certainly in their secondary. Something to think about for this 425 start coming up on Sunday. A lot of injuries in that Colts secondary. And again, with the Lions offense, if they can block for Matthew Stafford, and the Colts, you know, without their top defensive end, um, certainly Robert Mathis, who seems like he's been there for 25 years, will be a guy that they need to watch out for, especially on third downs. But if the Lions can block for Matthew Stafford, there may be some opportunities for them to put up some points on Sunday. Also, earlier today, Jim Ursay was on uh, 1070 The Fan with JMV, and he said um, he's concerned by the Colts' offensive line. All right, Jack Muhort, hurt, may miss time, will miss time. That's a guy that they need. Ryan Kelly, rookie center from Alabama. Very good pick at number 18 by Ryan Gregson and company in Indy. But what's one of the Lions' strengths? Hopefully, Ziggy Ansa, Devin Taylor, Haloti Nada, and those guys getting to the quarterback and wreaking some havoc. So we're looking at two weaknesses for the Colts and possibly two strengths going against those weaknesses for the Lions coming up on Sunday. That's something to look at, something to certainly watch for when we're looking at this game coming up this weekend. I, I'm, look, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I've been reading some of your tweets, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. Also on the Facebook page, some of your comments on the Matt Derry fan page. And I know where a lot of you are headed right now. A lot of you need Sunday to see something. A lot of you are cooked. A lot of you are fried. A lot of you aren't believing at all. Eh. Derry says on the podcast, it's a year of observation, so why should I care? Well, you should always care. It's your team. And it's not like the NFC is just crawling with so many good teams that there's no way the Lions can't compete. I'm not all that hopeful that it's going to be something special this year by any stretch of the imagination. I do think it's a year of observation, and Bob Quinn needs to see what he has. And there might not be enough talent, but there's some talent. And if guys can get better, and Jim Caldwell can get out of his own way, I think there's an opportunity here for this team to maybe make some noise, especially with the schedule. And it starts Sunday in Indy against the Colts. I don't think there's any question about it. Want to remind you, check us out on fanragsports.com, today's pigskin.com, and check out Locked on NFL with Matt Williamson and also Locked on Fantasy Football with my boy Vinny Iyer. Some great stuff on the Locked on Podcast Network. you got to check it out. All right, back to this game on Sunday. I'm really looking forward to it. I've been tired of the preseason. We've been tired of talking and 
you know, commiserating about what this team's going to do. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do Sunday against the Colts. I really am. I, I truly believe they can get to the quarterback. I truly believe they can make things tough for Andrew Luck. A big key on Sunday is certainly going to be how those linebackers handle Luck once he gets by the defensive line. Can Tahir Whitehead and DeAndre Levy and that crew and some of the nickelbacks bring Luck down so that he's not scrambling for 17 and he's only scrambling for four or five? That's going to be a huge key on Sunday. And we'll ask uh, Matt in Indy, Matt Dainley, coming up about just what Andrew Luck, uh, Luck has looked like um, you know, over the last few weeks, certainly, uh, at training camp. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this team responds, certainly, to, uh, to what goes on with Andrew Luck and the Colts and all the injuries that, uh, that Indianapolis has. I think there's any question about it. I know a lot of the discussion has been about Dan Orlovsky, the backup quarterback. Let's discuss the starters on this team and how well they can play, right? Got to do it. Uh, by the way, football season's here, folks. you got to check out MyBookie.net. Get in the action, play like the pros at MyBookie. It's the most exciting online experience for sports fans. All right, MyBookie features real Vegas odds. We just talked about it. The Lions now a 3-point, 3.5-point underdog. Incredible player props in every football game. If the game's already kicked off, no problem. MyBookie.net has live in games, uh, has live, uh, live in, in games with odds updated in real time. So you can play even though the game has started. All right, never too late to make a play, right? Optimize for smartphone users for nonstop action on the go right there on your phone at mybookie.net. Easy thing to do. Go online, type in mybookie in your browser and sign up today. If you use the promo code LIONS, that's LIONS, L-I-O-N-S, you can be entered into their million-dollar prize pool. Or you call them. The number is 844-722-2387. 844-722-2387. Join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest, only the best, only at MyBookie. Sign up today. All right, as promised here on Locked On Lions, Matt Derry with you. Let's go to Indianapolis right now. You hear him on the Locked On Podcast Network, host Locked On Colts every day. Let's get the pulse of what's going on in the 317 with Matt Danley. Hey, Matt. Hey, how's it going, Matt? Doing well, buddy. It sounds like the Colts, and I'm, I, re- I referenced this earlier, sounds like the Colts very banged up in that uh, in that back seven. How bad is it? Uh, it it's pretty bad. I mean, um, Vontae, of course, he's going to be out for we're not real sure how long. You know, they've been a little, I wouldn't say hush, but we're not really getting any definitive answers uh, from it. And, you know, at safety gathers is, is banged up. Their uh, linebacking core in general isn't very good in coverage, so that doesn't help. And basically, Butler is kind of, you know, their go-to guy on the outside, where he, whereas he's much better in the slot, so he's going to be possibly playing out of position. And it, it, it's just not good. It's not good for uh, to jump the season off, that's for sure. Wow. What about Patrick Robinson? I know that was a pickup in the offseason. And look, and I followed the Colts for a long time. One thing, one knock on Ryan Grigson certainly, and nearly got him fired last year, was, hey, we need offensive linemen and we need guys on the defense, yet these drafting receivers. But how much emphasis was put on? I know they, they drafted T.J. Green in the second round, the safety from Clemson, but how much emphasis what was put on the defense? And can a Green, a Patrick Robinson, can, can those guys play right now? Yeah, I mean, we got Cromarty. You know, they picked him up recently, soon after they uh, spoke about Vontae's injury, so that's going to help. But he's 32 years old. 
he struggled last year. He's kind of a mixed bag. We're not sure what we're going to get out of him. Patrick Robinson's been injured as well uh, with a groin injury, and you know how those things can linger. I mean, you can they can be gone or they can linger all season. You just don't know. So when you, I mean, the emphasis was there, you know, for the most part. Uh, they just released DeJune Smith uh, the other day because he's never available. And to be quite honest, he's not. he wasn't that good when he was. And so, you know, the, the emphasis was uh, on the in the front seven more so uh, as in the secondary. I think, you know, it, it's hard to hard to assume that somebody's going to get hurt or, uh, in the secondary. But T.J. Green, um, I wasn't real high on him when they picked him after watching a lot of his film. Uh, he was real susceptible to the deep ball, which, you know, if you're going to play single high, you've got to keep your eyes out of the backfield and you've got to get your drop, and you've got to be able to roll coverage uh, when it's there. And I wasn't seeing the possibilities out of him, but he's played pretty well in the preseason. Uh, he seems to be a good hitter. He's, he's real good in run support. Uh, I've been impressed with him, considering what I originally had thought of the pick. So, right. uh, But it's just, you know, it's, it's a bad situation when Mike Adams, a 35-year-old safety, is your best uh, defensive back mm. at the moment. Matt Dainley, Locked on Colts, uh, joining me here on Locked on Lions. Lions and Colts, 425, of course, coming up on Sunday. I know Jim Irsay was on the radio today, the Colts owner, and said he's concerned about the offensive line, certainly with Muhort and his injury. Uh, is, has that group gotten better from what you've seen uh, the first four preseason weeks? Well, it's, it, again, with the injuries, it's hard to tell. Uh, they started out with right, at right tackle. And, you know, he's been banged up. Now Mehort's banged up. And, you know, we basically went from uh, he's gone for the season to he's got an ouchie. You know, so it's kind of hard to say what really that what, what's really going to be made of that. You know, they said two to four weeks was the last thing that they were putting out. But, again, you know, you're not really hearing much of it. Was it a sprain? Was it just, uh, you know, a, a, a hard hit, a bruise? You know, you just don't know. And I've grown especially with the Colts to never expect them to come back even in the uh, the back end of their expectations with an injury so uh, two to four weeks seems extremely presumptuous to me especially for a lineman and if there's any kind of a sprain on any of those ligaments you know he they're basically sitting on those in their stance that's already creating stress on it let alone when he's got to anchor back and he's got to be able to move side to side front and back he's got to get up to the second level and run uh, in the running game so it, it's it's really unknown right now and the raven clark who was filling in a right tackle has looked awful so i mean it, it's it's not good but the pieces are there they've got joe Haig. they they uh grabbed him he's the tackle in the draft and i think he's uh, a solid addition he's definitely a rotational piece um denzel good they moved in from right tackle who was he wasn't a starter last year but he moved in from the tackle position to guard this year uh we could possibly see him or Haig uh or Rice. I don't know how well he's progressing with his injuries uh whether he'll be ready or not it's kind of a touch and go in a day-by-day situation I think we'll all probably find out on Sunday Matt when in doubt though the Colts always seem to put up points Andrew Luck does his thing and certainly T.Y. Hilton and 
and Frank Gore and the guys on the outside get it done. Uh, how's Andrew Luck feeling? Certainly his health was, was sort of a concern last year. He, he just got destroyed and really didn't have a great year for him. How, how, how's he look so far, and how does he feel about expectations for this year? Well, I think he's reserved on expectations, but I think Andrew Luck looks great this year. Um, from where he went in the first few practices in uh, training camp, they were working. You could tell that the new uh, quarterback's coach, Schottenheimer, was kind of trying to work with him on some of his mechanics, whether it was footwork or to uh, improve his eye discipline or whatever. You could see that there was some sort of a real fixture or fixation on trying to get him to work on everything. Not that he has bad mechanics, but he wanted him to make sure that those were the focal point of him because everybody knows he's got the talent and the arm and everything else. So uh, he went from, you know, uh, learning some new intricacies or whatever for the position a little bit, I think, um, to with some overthrows in camp to looking real sharp, throwing the ball a little harder. One of the things that you as you probably noticed with Luck is anytime he's going from off to house to boundary, a lot of times he's putting touch on the ball when he needs to really rip it. And that's a, one of those things where he often gets in trouble, uh, whether it's a, a batted pass or, you know, a pick six. I mean, there's nobody there to stop him on those. But he looks good. Uh, he looked good in preseason. I uh, mentioned uh, in, the, in the one preseason game he started out eight for eight, and I don't think Andrew Lux ever started out eight for eight, whether it was preseason or otherwise. He's always the second-half quarterback. And um, they have always struggled getting him into a uh, getting him into a groove early. Uh, hopefully, that's a focal point. It appears that it is. And uh, if they do, and they get him rolling, then I think he's going to be great. But I, I'm worried that he's going to be the guy who has to completely carry this team, uh, both offensively and just hope that the defense doesn't give up too many points. It's interesting, Matt, because here in Detroit, certainly expectations are kind of low, to be honest. Uh, uh, yet in Indy, every year when you hear Jim Irsay talk, and obviously when they retained both Pagano and Gregson, it's always about the Super Bowl. Is, the, is this a team, is this a Super Bowl contender, or is this a team that's finally not going to win the division? No, they're not a Super Bowl contender this year, um, unless they get, I mean, the, their best case scenario for me is to win the division and, and hope to get you know, maybe a game or two into the playoffs, and that's honestly uh, about as realistic as I can get with it. Now, stranger things have happened, but if your expectations are for the Colts to go to the Super Bowl this year, um, you know, I, I think that uh, you're a, l- a little uh, too excited just to see some actual NFL football, uh, and you're not being realistic. But, but you know, they, the expectations are there because they have Andrew Luck. They expect. Excuse me. The expectations are there because they know what he can do, and the you know there's a couple pieces around there. They have some huge playmakers like T.Y. Uh, Gore can break out, you know, and have a phenomenal season. And regardless of his age, the guy just doesn't seem to age. Um, but it's really it's really uh, up in the air. They could legitimately be a six or seven win team this year if injuries don't stop and they start getting healthy, or if they don't start getting healthy. Or they could, you know, but I think I think about 10 wins for the regular season is their ceiling this year. I don't see the AFC South uh, with a, a division champion with more than 10 wins. 
Final thing for Matt Danley, locked on Colts. Uh, you've been around the facility a little bit and, and, and talked to people. What what concerns the Colts about what the Lions bring to the table Sunday? Well, I think it's I, – I, I've heard that Ebron may be not playing. Is that accurate? Sounds like it, yeah. So, I mean, that may be a good a, a thing in the right direction for the Colts being that they're awful at covering. Uh, we've got a lot of injuries, linebackers, line – uh, secondary when they're going into this game against them that they need to worry about Matt Stafford and they need to be able to cover the backs out of the backfield if they can't do that they're going to be in real trouble um, I think their, their secondary is going to be in real trouble anyhow this Sunday so they're basically going to have to work themselves into a position where they can give up yardage and not points if they can start holding uh, to field goals, a few possessions, they've got a chance because Andrew Luck. And that's, you know, as much as I hate saying that, I wish I was talking about somebody else that could be a playmaker for him right hmm. now. Yeah. But Andrew Luck is going to be the cog in the wheel. And if he's not on, the Colts are going to look terrible. Um, but they're definite, they definitely need to keep watch out for, uh, Marvin Jones, um, Golden Tate. Those are going to be big, big time. Uh, matchups and big time trouble for the Colts secondary and linebackers. They're really going to have to be on their game, and uh, and that might even be just to keep them at a uh, at less than twenty four, twenty seven points. Um, if they can keep them under twenty four points, they've got a chance. If they can't, they're not going to. It's not going to be good. Matt, appreciate the time. Uh, really enjoyed the conversation, my man. And we'll be listening for you on uh, Locked On Colts. Everybody in Detroit will uh, check it out all week long. Certainly leading up to the game. Thanks. I appreciate it, Matt. Thanks for having me. There he is, Matt Danley with me from Locked on Colts. You heard him. A lot of concern in the 317 there in Indianapolis about that team going up against your Lions coming up uh, this Sunday. That'll wrap it up for Locked on Lions for another day. We'll be back with you tomorrow on Wednesday into Thursday. Another couple of special guests later on this week. As we get ready for week one, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Football season is here, and you can get in the action and play like the pros at MyBookie.net. At MyBookie.net, you can feel the excitement of predicting your favorite sports. It's never too late to make a play. You can even use your smartphone for nonstop action on the go. MyBookie.net. Go online now. Use promo code LIONS to be entered into their million-dollar prize pool or call 844-722-2387. Join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest, only the best. Only at MyBookie.net. Sign up today. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.